Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 341. I think I got it wrong last week. For the week of March 14, 2015, I'm your host, Christopher Vettier, here with RP Gamer's latest and greatest, actually, though, just those who can wake up uh, the morning on Saturday. Um, that includes... Well, for, the, for, those, for, those, for those of you that where it's morning, anyway. Oh, right, 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 right. Some who stay up late Saturday, like Alice Wilkinson. It's half four here. Half four. In the afternoon. I don't know what that means. Half it's four. It's 4.30. Oh, okay. Well, half four might be 2 p.m., right? No, half past four. Oh, okay. I thought like it was halfway to 4 p.m. <sighs> or to 4 a.m. Your continued inability to tell time is worrying. Fascinating. T- reveling in that inability is, of course, my lovely <clears throat> wife, Anna Marie Privetier. <laughs> She's so kind. Your lips are moving, so you're lying, 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 lying. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, I'm Chris. I said that already. So, mm-hmm. Project Steampunk, codename Steampunk, whatever the hell it's called, Goodness. is out. And you played a teeny tiny bit of it. Yeah. Want to talk about it? No, because I'm, I'm too early in it. I played three maps of the demo and kept dying on the fourth one and said, I don't want to play this anymore because <laughs> the alien turns take a minute each. It's ridiculous. It's just so slow. I was putting. Did you see me? I was putting the DS down every time it wasn't my turn. Yes, and, and then doing, you were something, doing else, something else, then picking it back up. Yeah. And like what? Now what do I do? <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> um, so um, we'll have more to say on that next week. But it's out now. Uh, what's it called? Codename. Co- Codename Steam. Codename Steam. Steam. The irony is, is we largely got it because I wanted the pin. You wanted the pin, and it is a nice Majora's it Mask pin. It is a nice pin. Nice heavy pewter thing. It's like a pin, and it comes with a game. Now, what's crazy is on the back of that pin, it says copyright 2000 to 2015 Nintendo. How do you copyright a pin? <laughs> Does that, that doesn't make sense to me. The mask is copyrighted. I guess. Whatever. Just say 2015. You need the range on there? Alice... Yes. Have you Save been playing us. things? Tell us. I have been, been playing things. Have you delivered any missiles? God, you're always going on about that. <laughs> I love your missile deliveries. Especially you haven't delivered any, have you? No, you I've been busy guilty. playing other stuff. Oh, well, what's more important than missiles? Uh, does blowing people up with like massive laser beams count? Yes. No, that's well, totally been, totally good. I have been playing Dra- more Dragon Ball Z. Oh, Xenoverse! Yes. Ah! Yeah, there's been a lot of that. Ah! And a lot of that. And that too. Final Flash! Actually, I haven't unlocked that. Oh, alright. Sorry. Alright, never mind then. I'm still working on getting the perfect Kamehameha at the moment. Kamehameha! They say it like Kame spread out over like six and a half minutes, just yes, saying Kamehameha. All right, perfect. Well, actually, <laughs> it's funny you mention that, but I kind of feel like this is actually one of this game's pluses. Um, oh, what was damn? What's the other game series where I'm like the series itself is? Oh, yeah, the um, the Naruto fighting games. Um, in the it's like the games cut all the filler out. <laughs> is this the same people who make those? Are this is this CyberConnect or is this someone else? I don't know if it is, actually. Okay. Well, I'll find out. It's still published by Namco Bandai, obviously, but... Well, who else is going to publish that crap over here? Yeah, it's true. 
Um, um, but yeah, the like so uh, the story mode basically is just a kind of dimps. nice, con- nice, nice, convenient summary of um, of Dragon Ball. Yeah, without with, with time violations or with timeline yes. craziness. So the developer's name is Dimps. D I M P S. I don't know what that is, but all right. They apparently yeah, no, it's did. Not CC, it's not CC. Not CC two though. No, it's uh, they did. They co-developed Street Fighter Four and Super Street Fighter Four. I think they did um, the Budokai series, as far um, as the DBZ games is concerned. Like Digimon way back Battle the... Spirit One and Two on the GBA, Sonic Advance games. Oh yeah, yep. they did the Sonic Advance games. I remember that now. Oh, they co-developed Sonic the Hedgehog Four. Yeah, that's great. Um, let's see. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z Budokai games. Yep, those mm-hmm. are all on here. Saint Seiya. Um, more yeah, they're a bit of a bit of a varied developer. I know that. I don't know if it's that varied. It's pretty much all Street Fighter, Sonic, and Dragon Ball. Well, yeah, but I mean, they go from <laughs> it's not like, 2D, like like two D platformers to like two D fighting games, then three D fighting games. Yeah, you know, a fair amount of variance. They did the DS version of Sonic Colors. <laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> actually really good. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bleach DS the... Fourth bl- Flame Bringer. What is that? So, um, but yeah, no, I'm oh, I'm just fighting. I'm just tracking my way through the um, storyline. No, it's a platform. Mostly. I have okay. done all of the stuff that was covered by the TV series now. I think all of the, the so remaining all the way stuff Boo? is... Or... Sorry? All the way through Boo? Yeah, I've done that. Okay, and then are you getting into GT crap now? No, I've done... After that comes um, Beerus, who is from one of the more recent movies. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, I didn't know they that's... were still making movies. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're still making them. There's one coming out this year where they finally bring Frieza back. Oh, I saw something about that. Frieza gets a, a new form. That's, that's how you know that they're kind of really dredging the barrel as far as villains go. To, to bring back Frieza of all... Oh, gosh. Yeah. Just let it go, guys. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's not over as long as it keeps making money. <sighs> okay. Um... But yeah, no, I'm, I'm enjoying that. that. That's quite a lot of fun. I just walked past a free uh, a Freya race character called Cooler. <laughs> oh, players, never, never innovate. Just, just, just keep doing your thing. A Freya I, race player? What? Well, because one of the char- one of the character, because you know, there's a create a character thing. In oh, this, and right? you can make stuff of the Frieza race. Yeah, the yeah the Frieza race that's never been named. I thought Cooler was a character in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, he was. I just okay. walked past a player called Gula. Okay, all right. Because, <laughs> you know, in the, in the great realms of, you know, original character naming. Well, have you passed by XX Sephiroth 69 XX? Yet? I think I have, okay. yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. Perfect. <laughs> um, oh, what else have I done? Um, it's a bit more Final Fantasy XIV. Um, oh, uh, and the thing I was going to gush about this week was um, City Skylines. Yeah, I've, people are liking that. It's like the SimCity that SimCity should have been. Yeah, it is. It's like it's actually fine now to put. It's to, actually it's, it's yeah. You can update your now. website, Chris. You put a put a buy link to City Skylines in your. Is it fine now? Have you gone to isitfinenow.com? Oh, really? Sh- um, I haven't gone. I that do recently. not have City Skyline on there because I I don't want to take down what's on there. So oh, there. right. You've got the <laughs> EA shutting down Maxis. It's, it's truly fine now. Maxis is done. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but you, I think you probably should. I should I just mean, right out there. Buy now. City Skylines. Yeah, buy, buy City Skylines. 
<laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> well, I mean, there was someone saying that the um, the subreddit for City Skylines, I think, managed to shoot past the SimCity one, which is for general SimCity-related stuff, like three days after it came out. So where should we have it for sale? Let's see. City Skylines. So, no, I think the amazing thing about um, the, I, the sort of I personally feel about it is it it does kind of faintly resemble the 2013 SimCity, uh, but they managed to successfully develop it with, I think it was a team of 13 people. 13. Wait, for, oh, yeah. oh City Skylines? Yeah. Yeah, Whereas, like, 13 people. The latest SimCity was, what, 13,000 people or something? <laughs> Whatever the hell EA threw at it, I think. Um, and yeah, it's it, seriously, if you thought, if you really like city building games and um, 2013 was a massive letdown, go and play City Skylines because it's basically the SimCity, it's basically SimCity 13, but better. Nice. It Just seriously, go play it. it it's really, really good. <laughs> I, I don't know, it's 30 bucks. I don't know if I want to do it or not. No, do you, you, you probably want to do it. If you, did you like SimCity? Um, or do you like one? do you like city which builders? SimCity? Um, yes, I didn't well, have I, a lot of fun with the last SimCity. But what were the reasons why you didn't have fun with the last SimCity? Um, it was kind of boring, and the 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 things didn't work right for traffic, and I don't know. It was not well, good. Despite a couple of <laughs> issues with like. Um, like early problems with the the traffic sim in this one, um, it does seem to be a lot better than SimCities was. Um, the only thing, the only real problem I have with it at the moment is uh, emergency vehicles don't get road priority, which is annoying. But I imagine they'll probably fix that in a patch. Well, all right. So, um, so in other the, words, it reflects real life. Yeah, yeah, I suppose it does. Um, and yet, the, the thing I found was, um, like, the original square that you start your city on is, I think, a little bit bigger than the square that you got for a city in um, SimCity 2013, uh, except you can buy, like, eight more tiles. And that's moddable up to something like 25. So the, the cities can be absolutely huge. Hang on, uh, so I have some screenshots of my current work. Somewhere. You, you realize this is an audio podcast, right? Yes, but I can still post them in chat and well, then post the link to the thing in the thread afterwards. Well, all right, then. This is for the benefit of the live viewers. If you'd like to be a live viewer, you can join RP Gamer live every Saturday, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern at twitch.tv slash rpgamer or rpgamer.com slash live. You could also join the chat on IRC over at irc.esper.net pound rpgamer. Or hash, if you, you know. Oh, hash RP gamer. Yeah, I guess now the Twitter age, it's hash. All right. Well, we've always called them hashes. Well, in in Britannia, but well, yes, here. because the word pound means something completely different. It's a form of currency. Well, it also means to like punch something. Yes, I know that. It's a type of yummy cake, and um, the yeah, the currency that's way more valuable than the dollar. Um, but yes, I have. What are we talking about? City oh, you Skylines. sent a link. Oh, you sent a link. All right, all right, all right. So that's Going to check is, the link. What has Alice brought? Well, personally, I feel of a rather picturesque, um, sort of seaside-y kind of city. Really, you've named it Arcadia. 
Eh. And your username is... That, that's not a username I've seen associated with you before. Oh, that's yeah, your imager well, username. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, so there's a lot of green, and it's sunny out, so this isn't set near there's London. No, there is no daylight cycle. That's the oh, only really? thing they, have, they haven't been able to... I think they I think it seems to recall that the reason that's, why there's no daylight cycle... They needed a 14th cycle, person to get that, and they didn't have Well, it. the other thing was that the... I think the developer said that if they wanted to do a day-night cycle, it would involve them having to um, like really complicate the traffic simulation in order to simulate it correctly, uh-huh. which is something that SimCity 13 tried to do and failed miserably. Is that what it is, SimCity 13? That's well, the, tw- the I, latest I, one I, is 13? I normally see it referred to as SimCity 2013. Oh, 2013. Yeah, because okay. that's Sim the SimCity fail out. is what I refer to it as. <laughs> I don't... Uh, but yes, that's what I've been building. Um, uh, and there's one thing um, that I haven't seen in a city builder game before. Realistic water simulation. What does that mean? Uh, it means you can flood your cities if you're not careful with your <gasps> dam placement. <laughs> Then the way you said that with your damn placement just worked mm-hmm. so perfect. Well, I mean, in the first Watch screenshot, your damn you, placement. In the first screenshot, you can see uh, towards the back of the shot there is a dam on the river. All right. Um, and yeah, so basically, the dams do actually create a noticeable difference in water levels, and if you're not careful with them, it is possible to flood your coastlines. Hmm. Or you know your entire city. If you're really not careful, it is possible. I have seen some people who have done some pretty crazy things with the dam tool, uh, who have managed to create like sort of Dutch cities based on sort of dried out, uh, like lake boats and stuff. Hmm. It's pretty mad. Uh, and the game also has a lot of modding support. That was actually one of the things that was in the launch trailer. Yeah. There's a big sign saying, not always online and modding support. It kind of really lets you know who they were kind of aiming that at. Mm. A little bit unfortunate now that Maxis is dead, but... Yeah, it's like a low blow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor guys. <laughs> uh, so yeah, basically, if you like City Builder games, go play it. It's pretty damn good. Unless you mess up your damn placement. Unless you mess up your damn placement. Uh-huh. Buy now.png. Sorry, I'm just updating the site right now. So what is it? What is it? Fine to yes, include a. Uh... I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well go, uh, Anna. What have you been playing? Um, I have been playing more Pokemon Shuffle. So after defeating um, Mega Mewtwo Y. I decided I wanted to go back and start catching things and S-ranking things because as you S-rank the regular stages, it unlocks um, special expert stages. So right now I have 168 stages complete, 154 Pokemon caught, 115 S-rank levels, and yeah, I've played about 15 hours of the game. And by the way, I've spent zero. Zero dollars. Zero dollars. Zero dollars. Yes. Because I'm tired of these stupid reviews that it's like you're forced to buy anything if you want to get anywhere in this game. It's like, no, you're not. Anyways, 
I've... That's true. It does seem like people aren't trying because, like, unlike most free to play games, there isn't enough content here to actually force you to buy anything. <laughs> so play it for a little while, and then you'll actually kind of have it all. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Do you want to spend money and rely, or do you want to rely on time and luck? Those are your options. Hmm. So beyond that, I've also been playing Final Fantasy Tactics Advance too. Oh, I never finished that. I really like it. So it was funny because when the game first came out, I was really leery to to buy it and play it because I did not like Tactics Advance 1. And it was funny because I remember um, we sort of had a challenge among all the reviewers because um, Tactics Advance was very popular among the staff. And I think we had six or seven people playing it at once and I think we have a couple of staff reviews for it. So when Final Fantasy Tactics Advance 2 came out, we also had six or seven people playing it. And like slowly as the days went by, more and more people started dropping off until I was the only one playing it. So I think I wrote the review for it. It's really fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm somewhat I'm annoyed that I never I'm annoyed somewhat annoyed that I never finished it. I actually had to borrow it from a very kind friend because it was stolen. Oh, yeah. And I didn't really want to replace it because I knew I was just going to whip through it. It's really retained its value. It's still like twenty or thirty dollars to buy. Oh wow! I should and, go and find go and find my old GBA collection. <laughs> it's a DS game. Oh yeah. Is it? Wait, is it? Yeah. Tactics oh. Advance One is a GBA game. Tactics yeah. Advance Two is a DS game. Wow, my memory's really faulty today. No, that's cool. I made that mistake too. I'm like, is, are they both DS? Are they both Game Boy? I don't. So I had to look it up. But yes, a very, very kind friend sent me unicorn stickers and Final Fantasy Tactics Advance too. So thanks, man. And um, yeah, so I all my characters are either level 15 or level 16. I am on Story Quest Five, and. I love doing all the side quests. I just unlocked um, the clan bidding for the areas. So that's what I'm going to be doing next. Once I save up some clan points. And that's really all I've been playing this week. I've been playing a lot of Hollywood U on the iPad because they finally released a bunch of new quests. But I don't think people want to hear me talk about that. All right, is it fine now? It's been updated. Excellent. That was good timing. <laughs> is it? Yeah. I just finished. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, what have I been playing, oh. Anna? Oh, what? It's has it, it cached on my side. Oh. Now available by now. City <laughs> Skylines. That's great. <laughs> I had to make that. <laughs> it's cruel, but uh, I think. And the link works, so you can go buy the game. I won't get any money for it. Oh, it's a non-referral link. Oh, it's a good. non-referral link. See, those still exist on the web. I know people don't believe that. What's great no, is that they have, you know, and the city, the city skyline people have this nice little drop-down that lets you choose. Do you want to buy from Amazon, CDP, Gram.pl? I don't even know what that is. Gamers Game. Well, you, have, you, have, you have to remember that the developers are Finnish. Okay, so they got a lot of European sites in here. Yeah, Graham is like the biggest game seller in Poland. Okay. Nuvem, 
Move. Oh, I guess that's Poland. Green Man. Yeah, that's all the European stuff. What is CDP? Oh, other Poland. Nice. So if you want to buy it in Poland, go to my site. You get the link. <laughs> buy your Polish copy of City Skyline. I've been playing more Monster Hunter this week, and that's like it. I've been really busy. Oh. Um, What? Oh, what? Well, just just like, oh, oh, Monster Hunter. Well, oh, yeah, that oh, pretty much just sums up my, my month. I haven't been playing it. <laughs> it's I true. Know it's I know some true. Who are. Well, and here's the thing is, he's also been playing multiplayer because Wheels decided to restart or lost his data. I'm not really sure what happened there. So he's been playing multiplayer with Wheels. Oh. Um, yes, I have been playing multiplayer with Wheels, but not much. Just <laughs> I think we had one match together. Um, I played some multiplayer with some other people, like Kurbutashi and stuff, on my uh, my Twitter list or whatever. And I need to get more people um, put in and uh, leveled up. I need to start doing some regular hunts. We all know, hey, it's evening. They're going to be on. Let's Let's kill some monsters. And then we'll get really high level and all get sick of the game together. Um... I don't know. There's nothing new to say about Monster Hunter. I'm still really bad at it, and I need uh, I have a wall that I need to break through to get to my higher level equipment, and I'm not there yet. So, uh, moving on. Are feedback. we out of, of what we talked about? Yeah. Then you're right. It's feedback. Why don't you do it, Anna? Um, okay. You don't you, know how to, do you? You didn't? Oh, okay. Right. So this is uh, an email from Brennan. Mm-hmm. Thank you for emailing, Brennan. I even cleaned out the mailbox last night so to make sure Chris would get this letter. All right. Brennan says, I have some Android perspective on the whole controversy about Square Enix not wanting to update its mobile ports. On Android, most of Squeenix games do not run on devices set to use the Android runtime, an optional feature in Android 4.4 that is required in Android 5.0 Lollipop. Essentially, ART changes how Android app code is executed. ART is backwards compatible in some ways, but many developers had to update their apps to support it. Long story short, I personally believe the reason Squeenix can't or doesn't want to update their apps is because of the special anti-piracy code they have built into their apps. Several games check to make sure the game's files haven't been modified and that there is, and there is also code to check that the device isn't rooted or jailbroken. The only Squeenix game I know that works with ART from the get-go is Chaos Rings 2. The reason I suspect it works is that enough people complained about its lengthy startup file checks and they removed that and a root check in an update. (laughs) The user argument being, just because I rooted my phone doesn't mean I did it to pirate games. Square Enix specifically notes in their app descriptions for the Dragon Quest ports they do not run under ART. With Dragon Quest 3, the app itself opens and the error message it gives indicates that the subprogram that loads game data has force quit. Dope. In other words, if they just stuck to Google Play's built-in anti-piracy efforts, the game would probably work. Dun 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 dun. Um, finally, after seeing, uh, so this is a completely separate point. Finally, after seeing news for the rather oddly titled Mevious Final Fantasy. Seriously, that sounds like an RPG Maker game. We'll get to that later. I thought I'd offer my own Final Fantasy spinoff. 
Combine the four heroes of light with a 2D shoot 'em up game, and you get Seavius Final Fantasy. Ooh. Mm, Zevious Final Fantasy. All right. <laughs> Great. Thank you, Brennan. Uh, next up, we've got a phone call. It's Matt from Texas. Matt from Texas. Woo-hoo! All right. Uh, let's see. Press the right buttons. Okay. Play. Yeah. It's early. I just woke up. It's Matt. But uh, I'll tell you what. The new uh, Xenoblade... Battle theme song, okay. It's not the song is bad, okay. But I don't want to hear it every single freaking time I have a battle. You know, if this game is supposed to be long and it's supposed to be online, you know, with online features, just kind of what they call evergreen features. I don't want to hear that over and over. And hell, I sent it into a rap, y'all. You know, about two months ago, and it was horrible. I wouldn't want to listen to that. I mean, you know. It was a joke, but I'll tell you what, guys. I don't know if y'all like it or not, but I don't particularly. All right, bye. What is he talking about? They released some music this week from the new Xeno game. Yeah. Apparently he doesn't like it. Okay. All right. Next call, also for Matt. Chris, you don't have to play this. I'm just going to call back. You know what I'd like to hear today is... Uh, I'd like to hear about your uh, your, your uh, Monster Hunter progress, you know, and about, you know, how many different bosses, you, you know, you've killed and what it takes to build your weapons, what you've been using, and your armor, the way the armor class system works in that game. And, all right, I just want to hear some of that. All right, bye. Okay. Well, if you're going to request it, I'll give it to you. I have beaten the first part of the single player. Um... And it's very easy to tell because they play a lengthy video when you're done. That means I've beaten the golden Magala boss guy, right? And there's new bosses and more things to play in single player. So I'm not done but with it in any way, shape, or form. I am at Hunter rank 4 as far as the online multiplayer goes. Slash the... You can also do those hunts single player, but they're a lot harder than the single play, the actual single player content. Um, that's That's where my progress is. Um, that's like, um, I would say I'm done with half the single player campaign, maybe. Um, because the, while it's technically two thirds of it, they're a lot harder. So that's going to take me a lot longer. Um, and as far as the leveling up as, and becoming G rank super top tier, I'm, you know, like a third of the way done. All right. So there's my progress as far as like multiplayer and single player. I have killed a number of bosses um let's see if i had to guess right off the top of my head i'd say about 20 unique types of of monsters so far um there are plenty more in the game some i haven't even seen yet um some from past games and i think one or two new ones that are in this game um i I don't really know because i'm not a big monster hunter expert so there's a lot of things that are new to me that might not be new to other experts um i most of those are buried in the uh well, seem to be buried in the in the multiplayer, but I I don't know yet. Um, weapons. I'm still using an insect glaive. Um, that is the weapon that you use. Uh, that is a staff, and you have the bug, and you have to send the bug out to hit certain parts of the monsters. And depending on what monster it, it hits, you get a buff. 
from the monster. And then you combine those buffs together. It makes you really strong for a short period of time. And then you like pound on the monster for a while till the buffs run out. And then you do the same thing over again. Um, that's what I've been, been focusing on. Um, I found a way to level up one of my weapons to a good amount. So around 450 attack power, which is a good amount for where I am. Um, I can, there's certainly much more room to go, but I need to start getting pieces of monsters that I'm having trouble hunting on my own. Um, for my armor, it's kind of the same story, except, um, there's this one event monster that you get to a certain point of the multiplayer campaign where you and your buddies, instead of doing a traditional monster hunt, you have to take down this ancient dragon on a ship. So you're on a ship that's going through the sand. It's a sand ship. And there's a giant dragon floating around in the sand, and you have to like shoot it with harpoons and cannons, and it's like this giant, totally different than the rest of the quest events. So people want to run it all the time. Um, and I collected all the pieces to make the full armor set for that ancient dragon, and I so I have that now. Um, and that's kind of as far as I'm going to be able to get on my own without some help to, to kill more powerful things. And I did that to kind of get to the point where maybe I can start killing more powerful things. I think um, that, so that giant ancient dragon is a great fight and it's generally easier since it's non-traditional and it's just, you know, you have to, it, it's a little bit more time consuming because you're doing all these weird things, but um, you get some decently powerful stuff out of it and um, you have to actually mine the monster's back. He has mining deposits on his backs and that's one of the ways you get one of the materials you need. It's great. So you do that for a while and you have fun doing that online with other folks and you get materials and I've made that monster armor set and I'm basically at the point now where I need to, to push forward and kind of get carried a bit uh, in the online component until I start getting better materials uh, to cover up my lack of skill um, and get to an even <laughs> better armor set and, much importantly, a better weapon, which I'm just not... I can't get any of the materials I need for the weapons I'm trying to use. Um, I'm just not fighting those monsters right now, so I, so I need to figure that out. Um, alternately, I need to get really better at the game and do the single player where... Basically, I need to farm hermitars, which are these giant crabs, and they hit really hard in the single player in this game. Um, I think they were a much lower tier enemy in the last game in Try. So I'm having a lot of troubles with the hermitars, and that's kind of what's put me off from playing the game as much as I was because I just hit this wall in single player. And so I'm I'm trying to figure all that out. Um, now I've got wheels and um, uh, J-Scarp and... Um, uh, some other folks on Twitter that I know from other gaming communities. Um, and they, I just trying to kind of maybe get forward with them and that might help push me forward and, and unlock like the later content of this game for me. And that's kind of where I am right now. So kind of hit a little bit of a wall, but there's my, there's my progress. So thank you for calling in, Matt. Um, if you want to call in, it's 608-729-4098, 608-729-4098. And of course you can write in, uh, like Brennan did at podcast.rpgamer.com. And we have forums, too. Um, the posts were mostly about console war stuff, which I did not want to get into on the show. But <laughs> but you can go to the latest update yeah, section. Yeah, that'll have to wait for the next Manny show. Yeah, at forums.rpgamer.com. I don't think Manny wants to have that discussion either. No, because we're not discussing the console wars. We're discussing why each of us chose our console. Oh, we've done that before. Oh, really? Yes, not we lately. have. I think we did. What, like anything's changed lately? We have new listeners. Yeah, all right, fair enough. All right, well, with that, uh, that wraps up our feedback, so let's get into the news. Beep, 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 
Simon is just sitting there looking at you like, what are you doing, lady? <laughs> He's already mad at me. All, all I saw was a tail up of my monitor, so I grabbed it. He turned around and went, Rightfully so. All right, Anna, are you going to get Devil Survivor 2 Record Breaker? Um, yes, but not right away. Okay. What if I entice you with a collectible box? No. A music CD? I'm going to get it digitally. How about a decal set that you could use to put on your the rear window of your vehicle? <laughs> I would rather wait until it's on sale for twenty four ninety nine on the eShop. Okay. Well, that'll probably happen, actually. <laughs> so... Just wait and do that. Just, uh, <laughs> That's what they've unveiled. I, this I can't justify the Atlas tax on this one. Oh, how much is it? $50. $50? And that's like the normal version of the game, right? Yeah. That's just what it costs is yeah. 50 bucks. Ah, yeah. forget that crap. All right. Uh, we've got a date for Final Fantasy XIV Heavensward. Heavensward. Oh, yes. That's a thing that's happening. Yes. You should be excited for that. Oh, I very much am. Final Fantasy XIV expansion does not add missile delivery, unfortunately. <laughs> Would you like me to go over there and smack him? You can watch it on camera. Nah, it's all right. I'll save it until he starts playing Evil Live again, and I'll shoot him with. Oh, me. don't shoot me! <laughs> no, yes. I, it, it takes me so much longer to save up money than it takes you. Don't do that to me. That's it. Do if it. I'm playing and he's online, do I'm 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 just flying around in Chris. starter ships. Chris, <laughs> yeah. Chris. Don't fly where you can't afford to lose. <laughs> so I shouldn't fly. <laughs> so Period. Alice. I'm grounded. Alice, we have an understanding. As soon as I see him log in, I'll send you a message. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> no. My battleship. You suck my battleship. <laughs> see, the best thing, the thing about battleships is you don't even, you don't even need a target painter to hit them. Oh, great. <laughs> I don't even know what a target painter. Final Fantasy XIV Heavensward has a release date. It'll be officially lost on June 23rd, 2015. Um, With early access if you pre-ordered starting on June 19th. How do you have have early access for a game that's already online? What does that mean? Chris, it's an expansion pack. You just lock out the... So like a zone... Yeah, that you can't go into. Okay. Yeah, that's still like just weird. about like just about every other expansion MMO expansion pack known I, to man. WoW does not do this. You don't have early access to new content in World of Warcraft. No, you don't. And so I, but it's they just do, weird. They, but they do block off content if you don't have it. Yes. Yes. So. Okay. Whatever. Uh, let's see. It'll be released on Mac as well. We may have covered this last week, but they are getting a Mac port of Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, and it will come out on June 23rd. So that will join the PC, PS3, and PS4 versions. Um, I'm wondering how long it'll be before the PS3 version starts holding the game back, like the PS2 version held 11 back. But we'll see. If you're wondering for the executive summary, Heavensward adds a number of large new areas, flying mounts, three new jobs, a new character race, and more. <laughs> I always love more. Couldn't yeah, they've, they've put out it. a video preview of several of the new zones, which show off the flying mechanics as well. Yeah, yeah. So you fly around. So flying looks like flying, I bet. Oh yeah, but the new areas look cool. They have the the color in this whole thing. This video turned like way towards black and white. I don't know what's up with that. It's like they threw it through a filter. Because I don't remember Final Fantasy fourteen looking like. Hey, he's on a Griffin. It looks like World of Warcraft. 
What a shock. Oh, flying like, chocobos. You can yeah, get flying they chocobos. They, they said that the first flying mount that you're likely to get would be the uh, would be a black chocobo capable of flying. All right, Anna, we're going to play Final Fantasy fourteen in June. Okay. We need a we need flying chocobos. We need to get to level fifty. What is this churning mist area? There's giant dragons everywhere and people are fighting them. Let's go there. Yes. All right, we're probably too low level. I'm higher level than you. I might be able to do it. Uh, early access. <laughs> Steam early access has a new game called The Memory of Eldurim. It was shown at GDC last year. It is a Crytek CryEngine game. It is a 3D open world action RPG. That's all I know about it. It's 20 bucks to get into it right now. And you can see screenshots on our site of a dude running around about to kill some skeletons and some other stuff that have really over bloomed lighting effects on and it looks like this game wants to be oblivion so Nagy in our forums talks about it because he's in the early access and he yeah. seems to have played it um a decent amount at least and does he talk about it good or talk about it bad or um he says that he's seen improvements okay so it's still in development all right so you go check that out now eldurum or the, also, I think this is the first Memory week that we can mention. Um, we now have forum posts inside the stories. Yes. So you can actually comment right on the story now. I'm going to show people watching the live stream. This is how you leave a comment. So does it not tie into the... Do we not do a latest updates thread for each story anymore? Um, we do. That's what you're seeing. Well, then there was no content in that thread. For this um, one, hmm, it's weird. Are you sure? Yeah, um, it, it, I see two replies when I go to the discussion. Ah, but you're in the different. I'm in the next story. Okay, so there were no discussion on Tokyo Xanadu. Right, but there. But we have. <laughs> where is the first post? Is my question. Are we leaving out the first post yes. somehow? All right. <laughs> yes, we are creating magic. So that all you see is the replies instead of the first post about the story that you're already reading. Well, I know. It just seems... That's fine. It just seems inefficient. But then I realize we're going to redesign the whole damn site anyway. We now have inline comments for our stories. So now you don't have to go over to forums.rpgamer.com. So you still can. By the way, forums.rpgamer.com, now accessible on Tapitalk. Uh, Finally got the uh, vanilla version of that installed. And I can already tell people use that for our old forums. I was looking through the stats, so... If you've been using that and you missed it when we upgraded, we've got it back. So you can now tap a talk up the RP Gamer forums once again. Uh, that's kind of our mobile app, essentially, tap a talk. It's not ours, but we signed up for it because making your own mobile app is hard and expensive. And some people do or don't like the mobile themes that come with these forums. By the way, the mobile themes for uh, our forums at RPGamer.com, totally workable. And you can go try that out as well and forget using an app. If you prefer browsing in your browser, we're okay with that. Or use your 3DS, Vita, or PSP. <laughs> if you have a... Uh, what's other weird crap people could use? The Wii? Um, We've seen people on 3DS and Vita. I want, I want someone who's... And I have this, so I could do it. But the internet browser for the first version of the DS... You had to actually put in a cartridge for it. <laughs> <laughs> you have that cartridge. It was I one of the do. only things that wasn't stolen out of I our DS do. collection. I do. Uh, 
it's two cartridges. Well, it's two cartridges, Anna. It's a it's a cart the game cart, and it's a memory expansion that goes in the GBA slot. (laughs) That's the best part. The funny thing is, is it's actually worth a fair amount of money. Oh, is it? It's got collector's value. I didn't know that. I should sell it. I don't need it. Go for it. Uh, Tokyo Xanadu has. Uh, it's a game coming from Nihon Falcon. You may know Falcom as the people who make uh, the the Ease games, spelled Y S, and the Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky type games. Uh, we have a big little write up. Oh, a big little write up. We have a write up here of new details from the game. I'm not just going to read it to you, but uh, they have. Uh, it's coming in Japan later in 2015. We got a bunch of screenshots. So if you're interested in the new Falcom game, go check that out. And it is an action RPG. Uh, it's a modern setting. And what else that works on the audio podcast can we say here? Uh, oh, you fight with soul devices, which are made of material from the spirit world and unique to their owners. Um, do, 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 do. So you have special weapons. Modern setting. There you go. Let's pick a random screenshot. Here's a girl running around with a sword. So whatever that means. This looks like a Persona knockoff, doesn't it? No, it's an action RPG, so it isn't. And then there's a scenes in a school, so maybe there's some relationship stuff going on? No? I don't know. This summary doesn't mention enough to to answer all my questions. But uh, there is a screenshot here of a smartphone. So whatever that means. (laughs) Literally, like, your characters must have a smartphone. So, Nihon Falcon Games. I know they've got their fans on our site, so go check it out. Final Fantasy is getting a new game. Mevious Final Fantasy. But it's a MoMA game. iOS and Android. iOS and Android. So let's see. They've released a trailer. Uh, let's see. The trailer, the video focuses on someone who seems to be the player character waking up, encountering a Moogle, and approaching a crystal. <laughs> so inside, they've shown off two jobs Black Mage and Ranger. And Ranger's a melee class. Which is weird. Yeah. You'd think Ranger would be a ranged class, mm-hmm. but apparently that's a silly thing to think. So the thing that Square Enix is really pushing is that Mevious Final Fantasy has a bigger staff than any other smartphone game that they've ever had. And they want to have a story scenario that's on par with a mainline game. So you play this game in portrait mode, it looks like, as opposed to landscape mode. Yes. So I did notice that. Yeah. Um, the graphics look like actual 3d video game graphics they, so they're putting some effort into the graphical presentation it or so it seems me of Battle. um no <laughs> i don't know how you see that because Terra Battle is mostly 2d pictures that you're sliding around mm-hmm. have you looked at this there's full 3d models that mm-hmm. you're dodging around and attacking it looks like an actual final fantasy game yeah i know okay well whatever um, Anna's crazy. I didn't say it looked like Terra Battle. Yes, you did. It felt like Terra Battle. It reminds me of Terra Battle. reminds me of Terra Battle. That doesn't mean it looks like it. Oh, okay. That, in the context that you said it, it does. So okay, it's called Mebius Final Fantasy. It'll probably be terrible because it's on a phone, but just in case it isn't, Chris, you can look forward to it coming out spring of 2015. No, no, no. You don't get to get away with that. Just because a game is on mobile doesn't mean it inherently sucks. And I'm bringing yeah, you yeah, that yeah. habit right now. Yeah, and there's no exploration in Metroid either. <laughs> Next story. Claptastic. Take a claptastic voyage. It's called Claptastic Voyage. <laughs> like, seriously. It's a claptrack expansion for Borderlands, the pre-sequel. Uh, how does this work? You're going through the mind of claptrap. 
to retrieve the mysterious and powerful H source on the orders of Handsome Jack. Wait, a, I thought Handsome Jack was a bad guy. Um, this is the pre-sequel. He's only sort of bad. Ah, oh, I see. Uh, the two-in-one DLC pack includes the Ultimate Vault Hunter Upgrade Pack 2 as well, which boosts the game's level cap 70. Um, it's included with the season pass, which Chris already bought. So Chris needs to sit down and play this because I like Claptrap stuff. So there you go. And if you want to just get everything, you can get the pre-sequel and both of these uh, DLCs as part of Borderlands, the Handsome Collection for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Oh. Tokiden Kiwami gets a demo. Tokiden is a... <laughs> I'm just letting that sit there because that's the Monster Hunter clone from Toei Kekmo. Koei Tecmo, not Toei Kekmo. Um Koei Tecmo sounds like an interesting company. Yeah. <laughs> they uh let's see, the demo's got two different modes. One is the first two chapters of the full game, with you being able to make your character. The second mode is for players of the original Tokiden. Um it has a number of high difficulty challenge missions, including appearances from some of the new enemy owning in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those who clear clear all the challenge missions ends will earn a sneak preview of Chapter 8 of the game, which is where the new content in Tokinen Kiwami picks up. So Kiwami is an enhanced version of the first um, Tokinen, just in case you don't know. Um, coming out for PS4 and PlayStation Vita, and it'll be out March 24th. The demo will be, and the game is March 31st in North America, March 27th in Europe. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's March 24th for the demo, March 31st for the game uh-huh. in North America. But it is March 25th for the demo and March 27th for the release in Europe. Not much time to play the demo in Europe. <laughs> oh, well. And if you've played the first game, you get to carry your save file over. Which means By following probably... the instructions. We've got a oh, link here. Oh, that's never good. No, no, no. This is easy. This is not like uh, Final Fantasy XI, how to, you know... Convert your character or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> remember those directions? <laughs> what were they for? Uh, I don't even remember at this point. Oh, how to reactivate as part of like a campaign and get your character back. They were crazy. Now, this one's easy. To carry over save data to the Vita version, boot the new game on your Vita, select carry over save data, choose the data you want to carry over. That's pretty easy. <laughs> Just start the game and say, I want my old data. All right. On the PS4 version, you need to install the latest patch. For the Vita version, update it to 102. You then have to do data sharing. Upload from the main menu of Token and Age of Demons on the Vita to the cloud, I guess. Uh, then from the main mecha- menu of the new game on PS4, select carryover save data, then token in the Age of Demons, then choose the data on the save network. Oh, it'll choose it automatically and pull it down and upload it. That's really not bad, actually. So if you want to transfer from Vita to PS4, you just have to upload it to the cloud first after updating your game to the latest patch version. That's not bad. And the Vita one looks like it'll just work. Oh, all right. Chroma Squad. What? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. there's actually some news about that? Yes, yes, there's news. They announced a release date. Check this out. Holy crap. Chroma Squad has a release date. It was originally funded. It. it was funded in August of 2013. And we backed it. You backed it. I backed it. I backed it as well. Right. No, I think... Um, let me think. We backed it. We were married at that point. Yeah. You. When was, when's our anniversary, Anna? June 1st. What year? 2013. Uh-huh. All right, good. This What's my birthday? 
June 15th. <laughs> just look at how uncertain she is. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, right? <laughs> she says. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. July 17th, 1981, Anna. That's your birthday. I know your birthday. You are better at remembering dates than I am. Uh huh. Chroma Squad is coming out on April 30th, 2015. Woo-hoo! It's heavily inspired by Japanese Super Sentai shows. Think Power Ranger, if you're not familiar with the term. And uh, But you're in charge of people on the show. So you're not actually... It's not like that's real life. You're, a, you're putting together a Power Rangers-like show. It is a turn-based tactical RPG, and uh, that's how the battles play out, which are being filmed for the show. So whatever. You can go read about it on the original Kickstarter t- pages. They put up a video. We've got it on the site. Let's see. And that's uh, that's it. Are you happy about this, Alice? Yes. All right, good. I'm going to for quite well so, for that one. <laughs> hang on. Let's see. What are we back at as? Um, Who cares? That's Steam, not oh. Kickstarter. Um, I can't actually can't remember, but I think it's one of the few things oh, on just, my Kickstarter. I just realized that we messed up a link in our... <laughs> in our story because I clicked on the Kickstarter link and um, it sent me to the Steam page. Oops. So let's go to Kickstarter. This and, is riveting. Yep. And we'll search for... I, yeah, I, I, say, I think out, out of all of the things I've Kickstarted, I think this is one of the few that I'm still waiting for an actual release of. We pledge fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars gets us a digital you get copy. Nothing. Do we get a Steam copy? Yep. Basically. How much is it launching for? Um, good question. Let's actually click on the Steam Greenlight page. It is launching for. Um, it's been greenlit, but that doesn't mean it has a. Uh, this is a green light page, it looks mm-hmm. like. I don't think we have an official Steam page for it yet. So, yeah, I don't know. But presumably, by April 30th, there will be a real page. They haven't even updated their Steam green light page. Since February 28th? Yeah, actually. Yeah, that was the last update. Hmm. Chroma Squad version 3. No, but I mean, they don't even... Ha- they haven't updated that they have a date now on their Steam page. Okay. That's Is all. there a Steam store page for it, no. perhaps? No. Chroma? No. No. No, okay. So, <laughs> Whatever! Moving on, Tokyo Twilight Ghost Hunters. It's out in North America. That's all. I just um, want to let make sure you knew. Do we have a review for this yet? We do. What did Alex give it? Um, let's see. Uh, let me think about that. If only we could tell what Alex gave it. Well, we we have to get to that later because we do reviews at the end, Anna, and it'd be improper if we talked about reviews now, don't you think? No, I just think you're disorganized and don't have it. No, oh, it's in my links. Here we go. He gave gave it a 3.5 out of 5. He did. He says the positive aspects are unique strategic battle She said positive. And a neat story structure with fun cast and atmosphere. 
The negatives being tutorial could be more helpful and not the most intuitive UI and controls. And it is a fairly extensive review, so you definitely will want to go and read it. Hmm. Okay. That sounds like something I wrote. It does yeah. sound like something it you is. wrote. You wrote it! It's almost like I was stalling to get Alex on the show. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Alex, tell us about Tokyo Twilight Game Ghost Hunters. It's fun. <laughs> Another erudite review from Alex Fuller. <laughs> you well, I feel like I'm writing it. I don't know. <laughs> Read it. You be concerned that it's going to be overlooked. Oh, yeah, it's totally going to be overlooked. Oh, why is that? Partly because it's March. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff coming out. So is and, this... and B, it's sort of one of the games that not too many people are going to have on their radar in the first place. So is this a, a dating game? No, not really. And that, it's got a multiple ending system, but that's really minor in terms of how it works. Which version did you play? I played Vita. Okay. And now is it cross-play or cross-buy or cross-save? Um, no, I don't think any of that is, applies. Okay. Well, that's a bummer. Hmm. My personal feeling was that it plays better on the Vita because I think the controls are more suited to it, but I know some of the other views said that the PS3 version was better for so what unspec- do you mean by the unspecified con- reasons. Yeah, what do you mean by it, the controls are more suited for it? Just because it t- you can use the touchscreen sort of to advance things quite easily and the way that the shoulder buttons are used sort of... I use quite a lot, and it seems more suited to sort of how why how I hold the feet at any rate. Hmm. I'm not sure if that applies to anything else, but you hold it in your foot or something. Well, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it should be easy to tell. One's on on your arm, one's on your leg. Oh, yes, I do hold it in my hand. I'm not that, oh, okay, but... okay, good. All right, so yeah. Well, when you say the way, one, the way, the way, the way I hold the Vita, I'm, I'm just got concerned. Like, what are you holding it with? Well, I don't know if people use a, the way I hold it. It's weird. It seems normal to me, but people be crazy. Are you licking it or something? I, I don't get it. I'm confused. <laughs> All right. <I'm> like, <laughs> All right. Anna, are you going to get this game or not? Um, I think I will wait. You're going to wait? Because yep. it's going to go on sale and it's going to go on sale big, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you're probably right. It's already on sale. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's got a launch sale. 20% off. How does this game work? Like, after you're done doing these social elements, it looks like you plan out your attacks before they happen, right? Yeah, so you you plan how the turn's going to go, and then everyone moves at the same time. Yeah. That sounds messy. Not too much as there's only ever a maximum of eight things. So you've got four on one side and four of the others on the other. So Okay, so not I as bad that, as that, I that limit may, sort of does a f- make it a lot more accessible than it would be if there was more. Hmm. Cool, okay. okay. Yeah. And, and the way that having these small people means that the battles do go a lot quicker than you would normally in tactical games and stuff like that. So if you do mm. fail, it's not a huge deal. I think the longest I spent in any one battle was about 20 minutes off now. 
right. Okay. So, doable. Well, thank you, Alex. Image Epoch has put out new info about Stella Glow. What is Stella Glow? It's an upcoming strategy RPG for the 3DS. I hope it has nothing to do with Stella Deus. I hope so, too. It is produced by Hideyuki Mizutani, who worked on Luminous Arc 3 and Fate Extra. It is directed by Daioba, who directed 7th Dragon 2020-2, which I don't think we got here, and lead planner for Okami. And it'll be out in Japan on June 4th, and it's an image epic game, which is, that's a bad thing usually, right? Um, they're getting better. Better? Okay. Yeah. So, so far. <laughs> the game stars an, anemi- an amnesiac knight named Aluto who must travel with the water witch Lizette, the wind witch Popo, and two others in order to stop Hilda, the witch of destruction, from crystallizing the world using a cursed song. No Western announcements. I mean, yeah. I think it's cool that we're getting more coverage of uh, Japanese games because people here kind of like them. Hopefully we'll Indeed. get it out here. All right. Uh, let's see. News bulletin. Get lost in a news di- new dimension. That's the headline. What does it mean? It means Atlas is putting out more info about Lost Dimension, which is a PS3 and Vita game. It's coming out this summer. Turn-based tactical RPG uh, where you get to watch your party members closely because there will be a traitor that needs to be weeded out at the end of each floor. How does that work? That's a, you would run out of party members eventually, wouldn't you? I don't know. They got a little yeah. trailer. Yeah. Do you remember a series called The Mole? No. Oh, it sort of sounds a bit like that, where there was, they had to do challenges, and there was one person that was trying to sabotage them, mm. and they had to try and vote out the mole at the end of each round. And they're probably usually wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds familiar for some reason. It's a $40 game. It'll be PlayStation TV compatible. And this is a thing. This is why the Atlas tax drives me crazy. Why? This game is $40. It's a PS3 Vita game. Uh Uh-huh. Devil Survivor 2 is $50 as a 3DS game. Yeah, they know their market. (laughs) Yeah. What do you want? (laughs) They know what they can get. I'm still going to yeah, grumble about the Atlas tax. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Hey, you, should, you should see how much money I'm willing to shell out for Super Robot Wars games that come out on the PS3. No, that's fair. Shifty Plus, in the uh, chat room is very excited for Lost Dimension because they say it's supposed to be a Valkyria Chronicles-like game. Ooh, Which, that's if you want a people. Valkyria Chronicles-like game, Ste- uh, Codename Steam is out as well. It's just that you could play all of Valkyria Chronicles while you're waiting for the enemy turns to end. <laughs> but other than that, you know, good stuff. Bravely Second has shown off some of its systems. There's a new trailer for Bravely Second and Lair. Um, here's a summary of where we're at with Bravely Second. Adia and Tiz are returning. Adia uh, has her own sub-scenario where she needs to settle disputes between the Asterix holders from the previous game. There are at least four new... Yeah, four new jobs, guardian, exorcist, pastry chef, that's awesome, and astrologer. And we know it's coming in Japan on April 23rd, but we don't know when it's coming out here. Although it is coming out here. All right. And we have a little new trailer, so you can go watch that to see kind of what's up with Bravely Second. End Layer. That's the subtitle. End Layer. 
Uh, other than that, it looks like mostly more of the same. You know, hopefully improve some more. And... So, so yeah, the version of has Bravery... fox ears. I don't know what's going on in that job. Yeah. I know the version of Bravery that we got had a lot of the new stuff that's in this game, so it's probably going to be very, very similar in terms of how it all works and stuff. Mm. Alrighty. So that's uh, look forward to Bravely Second eventually, probably next year. <laughs> Sword Art Online has some videos put up. Let's see, how's this working? They're in Japanese, but we put them up. They show off the new flight mode available. Um, this is for Sword Art Online Lost Song. This is a sequel to Hollow Fragment. I think we just got Hollow Fragment recently. Um, last year. August. Yeah. yeah. Well, not just then. <laughs> we, got, we got the Asian version. And we actually <laughs> discussed it fairly in depth on the podcast because it was a good game with an absolutely atrocious localization. Mm. Uh, game releases in Japan on March 26th for PS3 and Vita, and no word on a Western release. But the release for the Asian market will have English subtitles and confirmed for sometime in 2015. So you could import it, maybe. Honestly, if they localize it to English for the Asian market, chances are good they'll just bring that over again. It'll be really bad. Again. They did, well, they did, they did at least acknowledge that it was a really bad release. Yeah, well, that's, and I mean, that's that great, thing, but you need to fix it too. I mean, they did. A, they did. A, they did actually put out a mea culpa that was like, "Hey guys, we know we have a lot of fans in North America, and we totally fucked up the localization. So, our bad on that one. Oh, great. we're not going to fix it, but we're going to acknowledge that it's terrible. Yeah, which they already could have done before releasing it. All right, Seven Dragon Saga. This is a Kickstarter project, Alex. What is going on with this? Do you remember? Uh, all I know is it's made by the people who made the game, Gold Box games. Oh, like way some, some back. Of the people. Way back. Going way back to AD&D. Uh, all right. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, it, it's one along the lines of the Pierce of Eternity classic, classic PC RPG stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, no, that's, that, that's probably a good summary. So you're going to form your own party consisting of six members, members, and you get to choose the race, class, the specialty, and a specific character goal. Uh, quests will involve choices, and the choice if the choice aligns with the goals of a party member, that member will receive a bonus. Um, it's going to have a support system called Gateway, which allows players to import and export their characters between multiple games. Um, so let's see. Oh, Tactical Simulations Interactive and InXile Entertainment have revealed that Gateway will support Torment Tides of Numenera with its initial rollout. So that's so you can go between the two games? That's weird. How's that going to work? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm well, not entirely sure. We'll, we'll find out. I think. Go check it out on Kickstarter. It's called um, Seven Dragon Saga. Uh, and if you're into PC RPGs, you should probably check this out. 25 bucks. Oh, right. This is a Kickstarter game. So hold on. Let's go. Let's do our summary. All right. 25 bucks gets you a copy of the game. Minimum rewards, $5. You get a high-res wallpaper. Don't you feel special? You have a wallpaper. And thanks for your support. If you want to go the other way, again, $25 gets you the game. That's the one you're going to really do. 10000 and all 10 of these are still available. Emperor's Feast. All rewards from everything before this. And thanks in the opening credits. And you get to join the team at an exclusive launch party in the San Francisco area, but you have to pay for travel and accommodations. <laughs> so, 
Uh, let's see. What's what's most people buying? Is anything selling crazy that's limited? Doesn't look like it. I guess most people are just buying the game. <laughs> Pre-orders, which is not what Kickstarter's for, and yet it is what it's being used for. So if you uh, trust these guys for some reason, you can go pre-order the game right now on Kickstarter for $25. Uh, and then there's a bunch of other tiers if you want to add on things like a physical copy of the journal or the clue book or a cloth map. You know, oh, Chris's favorite. Cloth map. Let's see. What's the, what's the minimum? $95 to get that cloth map. $95. Digital map available at $40. $95 for cloth map. Um, and, and you should know that, you know, if you pay the $10,000, um, you do not get the cloth map. Hey, Alice. <laughs> I, I just want to point out, $10,000 does not include the cloth map. Hey, Alice. Yes? What's the Puff of Darkness minion? The Puff of dar- Darkness? Oh, yes. it's, darkness, um, yeah. it's uh, a little mini version of Cloud of Darkness. Um, one minute, of my friends minute. just rolled a 94 on it and lost. Ouch. What yeah, is that? So, so Cloud yeah. of Darkness has a chance of dropping a miniature of herself. And what is, what, Final what game? 14. Oh, Final okay. Fantasy 14. Um, and as far as I remember, you can, only, you can still only roll on one piece of loot in World of Darkness per that's, week. That's not included. Oh, isn't it? Oh, okay, that's no, good. No, because I, I that went yesterday and I'd already rolled and we're still allowed to roll on this, so... That one doesn't count. Okay, so yeah, so basically you're competing with everybody else that's with you, basically. Because everyone yeah. everyone can bid on it, and yeah, okay, so you rolled a 94, and then someone rolls 97, and you still lose. Yeah. I did manage to win a roll against someone yesterday by rolling a 2. Nice. <laughs> okay. Carry on. Uh, is Chris gone? No, he's sort of typing just... up a very angry storm. I am posting and complaining that if you sign up for the $10,000 tier, you don't get the cloth map. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? I'm really upset about that. Really? You pay $10,000, give me the damn cloth map. You could probably go and ask them at the event for like three. What's going on is that there's a physical tier, and like most of the other tiers don't include anything physical. Except for these three tiers, and those that the cloth map is part of that section of tiers. I, this is dumb. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah, see, see, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and Lucifer, if you sign up for any tier, you're a goomba. Okay, thank you, Lucifer. Uh, let's see what else we got. Bloodborne has online features, and Sony has talked about them apparently. So there's co-op that enables up to three hunters to team up to join in, in guesting, uh, fighting in an area. And uh, they say how it works. We don't need to get into the specifics of the item names about how to do that because that's, who cares. There's also PvP. They occur in predetermined areas with the aggressor serving as the guest and the invaded player as the host. Um, let's see. While the host has either started a co-op session or used his own bell to summon someone. Yeah, so basically, by asking for help, you open your up, yourself up to PvP. It is what it looks like. And there's going to be asynchronous... So doesn't that work exactly like... It, very similar, yeah. And then they've got some particulars about different areas and stuff that I don't fully understand, but so I don't want to get into. But 
there's some asynchronous multiplayer stuff, so you can put hints and messages on the floor, just like the last couple Souls games, or well, all the Souls games. <laughs> and uh, you can also see how people died, just like the Souls games. And there's Chalice Dungeons, which can, which can be played offline and online, um, which can be either normal or randomly generated, but randomly generated ones require an internet connection and download data. Um, so I don't know what's up with that, but Dungeons, yay. And there's going to be a you know, launch day update because, you know, that's how development works now. Who? Why have the game done by ship when you can just have it done by release day? Uh, Tri-Ace recently got purchased, if you remember, and they will still be making games. No, no, no. You forgot an important word in there. Oh. Console. Okay. Console games. So everybody flipped their birds because Tri-Ace was purchased by a company. A mobile company. Yes, a mobile company. And one, you already know my attitude about the concept that all mobile games are bad. They are. I am going to go over there and slap you. You should. (sighs) But on top of that, people are like, no, they're an awesome console company and we're losing them. Yeah, they're not. We're not. So they're going to keep making console games. They, the whole reason that this mobile company bought them was not to make mobile games, but to break into the console industry. So we will continue to get Tri-Ace console games. Um, I just got the shipping notice from Lucifer's gift to us, Anna. Um, is it here? You know, I have, um, I have, a uh, UPS signed up. Uh-huh. It is 51 pounds, whatever it is, and it's from <laughs> RuralKing.com. So apparently the readers of Lucifer.com have decided to send me something. What is it from? RuralKing.com. Hang on, I'm going to... RuralKing. <laughs> That's why they sent us the video about how to lift. Okay. <laughs> So we have a tracking number. Anyway, so we'll we'll get back to that. All right, so... Um, um, well, it doesn't look like they sell fertilizer. <laughs> it probably is fertilizer. No, it, it seriously, it doesn't look like they sell fertilizer. Oh, okay. Um, hopefully it's pet supplies for cat they, fancy. They, they, they do sell cat and dog feed. So it might be a giant bag of cat food. <laughs> that we won't be able to use. Yeah. Uh, oh dear. All right. Anyway, um Wheels, your 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 resonant of fate to dream is not completely dead. Completely. Um so whatever. They're still gonna make console games, so everyone be happy about Triace making console games. But then you can be sad that PlayStation Mo- PlayStation Mobile is no more. Maybe it is here, Anna. <laughs> No, it'll be here on the 17th, that package. All right. Anyway. So PlayStation Mobile is dead. Alex and Alice, do you care? No. Okay. No. Um, I care a little bit. There was a game called um, um, Boot Hill Heroes, of course, that debuted on PlayStation Mobile. But that's on Steam now, so you could get it on other platforms. Um, I don't know yeah, of anything that, else that, on PlayStation Mobile that I cared about. Yeah, that was the only one I was actually aware of that was vaguely interesting. There is a plan if you... Um, let's see, is starting, I think now, you can go in and authorize your, your game so that they will work once the service goes offline. Because if you don't do that ahead of time, they're going to just stop working, and that's no good. 
Um, so you need to go and follow these instructions about going to settings, PSN, system activation, PlayStation Mobile, activate, and then you'll be permanently activated so your games will stop working when the service goes offline on September 10th. However, after September 10th, you will no longer be able to download games. You will no longer be able to activate. So basically, they're just killing the PlayStation Mobile catalog. So, woohoo! Not so great, huh? All right. Games that uh, are notable. Chaos Rings, Adventure Bar Labyrinth, Ambition of the Slimes, Musink, Fragments Note, and uh, Gunhouse. Um, I, I don't know half those, but that's what the story mentioned, is games of note. So maybe you know those, um, and if so, um, go get those on a different platform. Cause <laughs> Sorry. Um, and apparently they did not do a good job of telling developers about this. People found out during the announcement, which is not how you want to find out that your game's platform is no longer being supported. Something that is being supported until the end of time, of course, is the Disgaea series. And Disgaea 5 is no different. They add a new feature called a, bo- a I don't know, character world, which looks like a little board game that you get to play. It looks like Mario Party. You're just jumping around a board. And then depending on the spaces you land on, you get bonuses to your character stats. And for beating, you get another bonus and stuff. So Disgaea 5 is getting a board game to power up your characters. I care about this. I don't know if you guys care about this. I think that's cool to add more ways to power up your characters because that's what you do in Disgaea games. If you don't remember, Disgaea 5 is coming out in Japan on March 26th and sometime during the fall in North America and Europe. Level 5 is going to be revealing a new project. And you're going to say, well, what new project? Well... Um, and April 7th, they're going to have a big event called Level 5 Vision 2015. And let's see, they will be presenting their next generation major cross-media project that is supposed to be a follow-up to Yokai Watch in terms of popularity. And they've been recruiting for a major project for a while, so something big. Um, it's also expected that there'll be more Yokai Watch stuff there and new announcements for Fantasy Life 2. And the seventh installment of Professor Layton. So, April 7th is going to be an exciting time for level 5 fans and Fantasy Life fans. So, check that out soon. And uh, that brings us to... Oh, here we go. In the chat room, Power Lord has provided a story for Monster Hunter 4. What does it say? Oh, it's in Gadget. I tried and failed to love a Monster Hunter game. Oh, that's like Monster Hunter stories that we had from two or three years ago. Thanks, Engadget, for being behind the times by a generation. Okay, so um, with that, it's time to get into our reviews. Tokyo Twilight Ghost Hunters, we already talked about Alex. You gave it a three and a half out of five. You have a big, long review, and you want people to read it, right? Yep. Okay. And buy the game because it's fun as well. And buy the game? Well, you only gave it a three and a half, so it doesn't sound that fun. No? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. It's fun for me. Okay. Right. If you like me, buy it. If you like, you buy it. Okay, then. Anna? Yes? Should we buy Tokyo Twilight so them the Hunters? No, not yet. Okay. I'm waiting for it to go on sale? Yeah. But there's it, no Atlas set tax on this one. Um, Yeah, but it'll be nineteen ninety nine on a sale for Black Friday. Oh, you're probably right. Black Friday? It's only March. Yeah. It's too early to talk about Black Friday. Too bad. Oh. And it's, it is a new game, though. So they can't. <laughs> What? It's a new game, so I can't buy it. Oh, right. Right. Anna's only doing old <laughs> games. You're right. 
Uh, well, here's a new game Anna shouldn't buy. It's called Fair Rune or Fair Rune. Uh, Michael Baker put up a review. It says two out of five. Uh, it is a 3DS game and uh, apparently don't get it. So I don't know what is it. It's a it's a basic RPG, but it's more of an exploration game and uh, there's no story in it apparently. So um, have fun. It's yeah, like there's really... no story and no battle system per se. Get the three things and defeat the evil evil lord is the story apparently, and he doesn't like it. There's no battle system, you said. So it, you basically walk into enemies and your level determines what happens. Oh, it's like ease. <laughs> the first uh, one. No, it's more like if you're the, if you're the same level, then you both lose a hit point. Oh, stuff like that. Ew. All right, so no, nothing to worry about for that one, Anna. You don't need to get that. Um, Michael Apps who's actually in our chat room right now, hey there, um, is getting, uh, let's see, Final Fantasy 15 impressions. Got a, uh, He's got that up on the site. He was at PAX East, apparently. So you can see his, uh, his Final Fantasy 15 impressions, and he basically walks you through the entire demo and how the skills work. Um, so if you are interested in that 15 demo that you're going to get with Type-0 next week, you can go read the impressions here. Or you can do like me and just wait to experience fresh for yourself. But either way. Um, and we've got a screenshot, uh, a screenshot up of uh, the character from 15 buying stuff at a convenience store. Or is that a gas station, maybe? I don't know. But they're selling um, monster materials, so go figure that out. It's kind of weird. Uh, let's see... And that brings us to Alex's favorite part of the show, where I have to digest and read and somehow communicate the console and handheld digital store update story. Oh, it's short this week, so it's too, not too hard. Not too hard? Okay. Starting nah. off in North America, <laughs> we have the following new releases. Atelier Shally, Alchemist Don't buy it. Why, why is that? Uh, there is a bug that... Um, once you unlock the personality system, you can't access it. It makes your game crash. What? How does that get into the production version? I don't know. Is it only happen to some people? No. It's, That's it's weird. pretty universal. All right. But don't worry. They've called it a minor bug that does not impact the gameplay. Really? <laughs> yes, it does. Oh, okay. Well, Atelier Shelly available for 50 bucks, but don't buy it just yet. Wait for a patch. Tokyo Twilight Get Ghost Hunters. Is available for thirty-two bucks until the seventeenth, in which case it'll go up to forty. Um, that's also on uh, either PS3 or Vita. It is not cross buy, so pick your version, go for it. Alex recommends it. Codename Steam is out on 3DS for forty bucks. Uh, Anna and I have it because we needed the pin, and we'll let you know next week if we like it. <laughs> Battle Hunter is a PS1 classic available for six bucks right now. Sales in North America. For RPGs on the consoles. Dragon Age Inquisition on the Xbox One for 36 bucks. Dragon Age Inquisition Deluxe Edition on the Xbox One for 42 And Hyperdimension Neptunia Rebirth on the Vita for $30. Over in Europe, they also have Atelier Shally available for 50 euros on the PS3. And Tokyo Twilight Ghost Hunters on PS3 and Vita for 40 euros. And they have sales and price cuts. Bound by Flame on the PS4 is 32 euros. And if you're PS Plus, you get another 25% off. And Dragon Age Inquisition and Dragon Age Inquisition Deluxe Edition are also on sale in Europe for 42 euros and 48 euros, respectively. While for 6 euros, you probably should get the Deluxe Edition unless it just sucks. I don't know. Well, maybe someone can fill me in on that. Do you get a bunch of random DLC? Oh, that seems good. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, no? Okay. All right, then. Not, <laughs> Do not, some research. Not, not particularly. It's not a, particularly. Okay. It's, a few, it's a few mounts and some weapons and stuff. You so it's not like a new you character. You don't need them. Okay. Do they have good DLC for Dragon Age yet? Like characters no. or side quests or new areas or anything? Nope. Okay. Nothing has been announced. All right. Well, forget that, then. And with that, that brings us to the new releases for the month. The month. The week. The new releases for the week. If they were for the month, that would have been bad. All right, let's see if I can uh, do a better job this week with this. On the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One, Battlefield Hardline is coming out. I guess that's coming out on Steam, too. In addition, Resident Evil Revelations 2 and Resident Evil Revelations Episode uh, 2, Episode 4 are out this week. Um, and that's it for all four of those. On the PS3 by itself comes Awakened Fate Ultimatum. Um, let's see, on the PS4, we've got Final Fantasy Type-0 HD coming out this week. And we've got Jamestown Plus on the PS4 coming out this week. That's a shooter. Chris will probably get that. Chris has already pre-ordered place, uh, Final Fantasy Type-0, so I'm definitely getting that. Uh, additionally, Bladestorm Nightmare, a game I've not you heard did? of. Oh, right, because you want the demo. Yeah, I... And I can't ignore a Final Fantasy game when I run a podcast called RPG Cast. That's kind of silly. Oh, fine. Yeah. Uh, Bladestorm Nightmare is coming. I don't really know what that's about. Also on PS4. Oh, it's from Koei, so it probably sucks. Um, I mean, it's probably awesome. That's what I meant to say. It's a Musu game set somewhere else. Wait, what? It's a non-Japanese or Chinese Musu game? That's crazy. So. Is it in Hyrule? Because that's the Musou game we've been playing. Have you talked no, about Hyrule no, Warriors? No, it's uh, Europe, this one. All right. So this, oh, it's, so this is Musou in Europe. Has it got like King Arthur? Um, it's sort of 100 Years War. All right. Area, so. All right. Wii U gets 50 Pinch Barrage. I don't know what that is, but it's three bucks on the eShop. Don't Touch Anything Red, which is $1.80 on the eShop. F Zero GP Legend, that's a GBA game, seven bucks on the eShop, and My Style Studio Notebook, three dollars on the note on the on the eShop if you need a notebook on your Wii U. Xbox One has Fruit Ninja Connect Two for fifteen dollars. Yep, you can spend fifteen dollars on a Fruit Ninja game. They are also getting Final Fantasy Type Zero HD on the Xbox One. The 3DS gets 3D Outrun for six bucks. That's one of those Sega remakes. That would probably be pretty good. Codename Steam, we talked about. Monster Combine TD on the eShop for 4 bucks. Music On Electric Guitar for 2 bucks on the eShop. And Shanghai Mahjong for 8 bucks on the eShop. Over on the PC, you get Aware. I don't know what that is. Burn Star. Don't know what that is. Corona Motorsport. That seems like a bad thing to mix. Alcohol and motorsports. Dodge. Enemy, yes, these are the names of games now, folks. Dodge and Enemy. Hector, H-E-K-T-O-R. In Exilium, or Exilium, E-X-I-L-I-U-M. Oceanhorn is coming out for Steam this week. That's a cool game. If you like Zelda-style games, go check that out. That's available on mobile devices as well as Steam. Uh, Reverse Side is coming out on Steam, or PC, Steam. Same thing. Seal Team 12, Star Crawlers. Uh, let's see. 
Tennis Elbow 2013. What? <laughs> I, why is it 2013? In, it's 2015. Okay, whatever. It must be a tennis... Warlocks. Why So Evil 2. Dystopia. <laughs> so there you go. Those are your new releases for the week. And a recap of the RPG releases for the past week. And some sales. Hope you enjoy that. If you don't like this segment, let us know. You can give feedback for the show at podcast.rpgamer.com. 608-729-4098 is the phone number. And, of course, forums at rpgamer.com is our message boards. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Uh, Do we have a question of the week for folks? I don't think we do, do we? We should. We have to come up with those in advance, don't we? Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, has there been anything relevant that we've discussed this week that we want to have further conversation about? I don't know. So our question of the week is, what should we ask for our next question of the week? Okay. That sounds good to me. I like that. Make other folks do it. So uh, now that you know what's coming out this week and what came out last week for RPGs, tell me, what are you playing this week, Anna? Um, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance 2. And probably a little bit of Codename Steam. All right. Alice? Um... I will probably be playing more City Skylines. Okay. Alex? City Skylines as well. City Skylines as well. Chris might cave and get City Skylines, or I might continue on with the Monster Hunter. Man, I need to play more Monster Hunter things with people. So uh, with that, we're going to catch you all next week. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Remember, rpgamer.com slash live at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, to watch us live. Until then, we'll see you all next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.